Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. On to the denouncing. The Other Side of Midnight presents Denunciation. I must denounce the state of Mississippi, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Some data from WalletHub compared the 50 states, ranking them from most to least stressed. That's right. They compared 41 key indicators of stress to determine the places to avoid and achieve a more relaxing life. There's family-related stress, work-related stress, money-related stress, stress, health and safety-related stress. And they found that when you add it all up, the state with the total most amount of stress is Mississippi. Mississippi. What do you think the least stressed state was? I'm going to tell you. It surprised me. I would not have guessed this. The least stressed state is Minnesota. Minnesota. You know, is it any wonder my friend Jen Sabetti moved out of New York to move to Minnesota? I guess she couldn't handle the stress. I must denounce CBS News. I can't even believe this, uh, this story that I'm about to leave. When I fir- my wife first told me about this story, I said, no, 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 no. You- you've got to have something wrong. You've got to have something wrong. There's no way this can be. Sure enough, it was exactly right. Top executives at CBS News have actually banned staffers from using the word transgender when reporting on the Nashville sh- shooter. Despite the fact that police have said the Nashville shooter was transgender and cited it as a key point in the case. So in a memo that they put out that was obtained by the New York Post on Tuesday, this is what it said. The shooter's gender identity has not been confirmed by CBS News. Well, it was confirmed by the police. Why can't you just report That this is what the police said. If you don't want to call a person transgender, say the police are saying this was a transgender woman. As such, this is from the memo that they wrote. As such, we should avoid any mention of it as it has no known relevance to the crime. Should that change, we can add and we'll revisit. That is total bubkiss. That is total nonsense. It's BS. It's Barbara Streisand. That the police are saying it is relevant at least possibly relevant to the case. Now, some people are saying, well, what if we interview someone and the person that we interview says something about being transgender? Oh, we're probably going to cut it out. What? This is not news. This is changing the story to craft a certain narrative. Um, this is outrageous, and everybody ought to be outraged, wherever you fall, and even if you are transgender. The fact that they won't even use the word transgender when the police are using that word? I mean, that's Orwellian in terms of control of language. CBS News, 
I do denounce you. And I like CBS News. I watch 60 Minutes. I watch CBS Sunday Morning. Got to denounce them. I must also denounce uh, the um, Louisiana worker who was fired for the Louisiana worker who was fired for urinating in the water supply. I mean, you talk about something that is really gross. I was thinking about going to Louisiana in July for a political function. I'm not joking. This has seriously altered my decision. So the we don't have this person's name yet, but he's 57 years old. He was a, co- a water company employee, and thankfully he's out of a job after he was seen peeing in the water supply at a Louisiana treatment plant. I mean, this is just absurd. And if you look at the video of the March 19th incident, it shows the employee adjust the camera up so that the lower half of his body is out of frame before he's heard urinating in one of the water tanks. He walks away, then returns a short time later to move the camera to its original position. I mean, this is just crazy. If you work in a water plant, I have to assume assume that there's toilets there. At least there's got to be port authorities. You can't hold it in enough to not pee in the water that people are going to drink. I mean, sheesh. Sheesh. I want to denounce Desmond Ramsey. Desmond Ramsey is uh, an evil person. He's also not too bright. Uh, Desmond Ramsey actually, he actually went so far as to try to hire a hitman to kill his son. He was offering to pay thousands of dollars for this hitman to kill his son, but he was caught after dialing the wrong number. First of all, imagine being so demented that you want to kill your son. I get upset. My son bit his lip yesterday and was bleeding. Uh, I'm still traumatized by it. I can't imagine wanting to kill your son. Then imagine wanting to kill him so much that you're willing to pay thousands of dollars to do so. Then imagine that you're so stupid as you're dialing a prospective hitman that you dial the wrong number. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Desmond Ramsey, I do denounce you. He will now be spending the um, a year and a half in prison. I must also denounce J.J. Wells. Uh, J.J. Wells is going to be... J.J. Wells has been forced to apologize to J.K. Rowling. Uh, J.J. Wells is an LGBTQ plus activist who's being forced to apologize for calling J.K. Rowling a Nazi after she threatens him with legal action. So J.J. Wells, whose Twitter bio says he's a drag queen, 
got into a heated exchange with Rowling in which he said she was a Nazi or at least has views that align with them. Throughout the exchange, Rowling threatened Wells with legal action twice. And this person kept going. Later that same day, Rowling tweeted, Okay, okie dokie, JJ, we'll play it your way. Give my regards to your solicitor. She then added a winky face emoji. Then Wells posted a series of tweets apologizing, leading many to assume he was contacted by Rowling's lawyers, and he has indeed issued a public apology. Let me say this once and for all. Don't compare people to Nazis. Unless they're actually Nazis, like the people protesting outside that musical parade or the people fighting the Azov, the Azov battalion that's fighting in Ukraine. Those are actual Nazis. You shouldn't be calling children's book authors Nazis because you disagree with their views on transgender issues. I must also denounce the New York City United Federation of Teachers. They actually had scheduled a seminar, a workshop that you could get credits for, professional credits, on the harmful effects of whiteness. That's right. The UFT, which represents more than 190,000 teachers, paraprofessionals, and child care workers in the five boroughs of New York City, had planned the virtual Holding the Weight of Whiteness seminar But it has been canceled because they said they received an influx of hate. Now, I'm glad it was canceled. Uh, I hate that it was due to hate reasons. But this is not something that the UFT ever, ever should have entertained. I must denounce these Ukrainian war volunteers, many of whom are American, who rushed to Ukraine to volunteer for the war, and it turns out they have spent most of their time in Ukraine lying, being wasteful, and bickering. Uh, The New York Times had the story over the weekend, as did a number of other publications. They rushed to Ukraine by the thousands, many of them Americans who promised to bring military experience or money or supplies to the battleground of a righteous war. Hometown newspapers hailed their commitment. Donors backed them with millions of dollars. Now, after a year of combat, many of these homespun groups of volunteers are fighting with themselves and undermining the war effort. Some have wasted money or stolen valor. Others have cloaked themselves in charity while also trying to profit off the war. One retired Marine lieutenant colonel from Virginia is the focus of a federal investigation into the potentially illegal export of military technology. A former Army soldier arrived in Ukraine only to turn traitor and defect to Russia. A Connecticut man who lied about his military service has posted live updates from the battlefield, including his exact location and boasted about his easy access to American weaponry. A former construction worker is hatching a plan to use fake passports to smuggle in fighters from Pakistan and Iran. Who could have predicted this? Oh, that's right. Everybody. Everybody. Uh, Hope you think that money is being well spent there in Ukraine, my friends.
I want to denounce the Shasta District Fair. Very sad story. Jessica Long is nine years old. She's a nine-year-old California girl. And uh, her family brought home a goat, a goat named Cedar, seven-month-old white boar. And then the uh, little girl and the goat formed an attachment. The little girl fed and cared for this goat every day. However, the family, and shame on them for this, shame on the family. The family decided to enter Cedar into the Shasta District Fair's Junior Livestock Auction in June of last year, where the animals are sold off to be used as meat. But before the auction started, the Long family changed their minds and wanted to take Cedar off the market. Well, the fair denied the request and sold it. So the mom brazenly stole the goat back before it was given to the buyer. Now, what followed is surreal. It's the stuff of a movie, really. What followed was, I guess you could call it a wild goat chase. Oh, it sent officers hundreds of miles across the country to retrieve the goat via a search warrant before handing it to the individuals who bought it. And then they killed Cedar and roasted him on a barbecue for their guests. So now uh, the Long family is suing. I don't know why they submitted the goat for auction anyway in the first place when the little girl really, really was fond of this goat. Shame on them. But what kind of monsters do you have to be at the Shasta District Fair that once the family says, no, 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 let us have the goat back. To not give them the goat back. And if you, you the family's going to go so far as to steal the goat. If you're the person that paid the $902, wouldn't you say to them, look, just give me my money back and we'll call it even. I, I'm denouncing everybody here involved in this story, except for Jessica Long and Cedar. May he rest in peace. But Shasta District Fair, I do denounce you. I must denounce St. Paul, Minnesota. And this is no reflection on uh, Sid Rosenberg's cousin, Norm Coleman, who was once the mayor of St. Paul, Minnesota, if memory serves. But um, they, and I'm sure a lot of New Yorkers can relate to this, and a lot of Baltimoreans, in St. Paul, they have a big problem with potholes and isn't it the worst when you're driving wherever you happen to be and you don't see a pothole right away this episode is supported by fx's clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 clippers owners racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world the series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league starring lawrence fishburne jackie weaver Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. And boom! You hit a pothole and you get a flat tire because of it. Sometimes it even dents your rim, which is not such a simple fix as just fixing a flat tire. So some citizens 
were trying to help out their fellow motorists. So they started buying neon-colored spray paint to mark the potholes and make them more visible so no one will forget them. And if nothing else, one of the people doing it, Kathy S. of St. Paul, said, if nothing else, maybe the holes might become more decorative. Well, now the city of St. Paul is telling people, don't do that. St. Paul Public's Works Director, Sean Kershaw, said this week that the markings, if they're obvious from a distance at all, would likely do more to confuse drivers and endanger the well-intentioned spray painters than spare a vehicle alignment. Untrained volunteers crouched in the street, marking holes as they see fit, could easily be run over. Well, I applaud these people. In fact, I think I might start doing this in New York, spray-painting potholes all over the place. So, St. Paul, if you don't want people spray-painting potholes, fix the potholes, or even repave some streets. Imagine that. Finally, I must give a denunciation to a 42-year-old unnamed Uber driver who decided to run a red light. Now, okay, a lot of people run red lights. But he actually caused a crash, and of all people, he crashed into the vehicle of the Philadelphia Police Commissioner, Danielle Outlaw. Did you know that? That the police commissioner in Philadelphia was named, was was literally an outlaw? I had no idea. So Danielle Outlaw was one of four people injured after this Uber driver ran a red light in Center City. And I am denouncing that Uber driver. Don't run red lights, folks. And if you're going to do it, make sure you don't hit anybody. If you do hit someone, make sure it's not the police commissioner. Otherwise, you too may be hearing these words. I do denounce you. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.